0: Please listen carefully.
1: Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm
0: Jessica Toon. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, Laura. Hi, Jessica. How's
1: it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Or well, I have a burning question for you. All right, I hope I can answer. I know that you live in a neighborhood. I do. Up in Northern Virginia. Yes. So
0: far away from this office. Yes.
1: Um, do you have an HOA in your neighborhood? Uh,
0: we do not. That was actually one of the requirements for when we were looking for our house, is that we did not live in an HOA. OK. My husband was the one driving that. He right. wanted to be able to paint our house fuchsia Oh. if he goodness. wanted. And I said that didn't matter whether we had an HOA or not, because that was never going to happen.
1: I think that's a good call. Some
0: people love HOAs. Some people don't don't care for them. Some people
1: just don't really have an opinion either way. But they might when they get the packet of information, right? Yes. That can
0: certainly change people's opinion pretty quickly.
1: Right. And so we've talked about POAs before in the POA Act. But we've never really talked about the kind of um, side to that of the Common Interest Community Board,
0: yes, also called the CICB,
1: right. So, and that kind of runs, you know, uh, all the stuff with the POA Act. They, they're the ones who can like levy penalties and and fines and stuff like that. And who you would go talk to if you have a question about
0: POAs generally, right? And condos, right? Uh, condo associations would fall under this as well.
1: Right. So um, can we tell us a little bit more about the CIC board and why it matters to our members?
0: Sure. Uh, the CIC board is overseen by DPOR, just like real estate licensees and the real estate board. It regulates common interest community managers, including those who manage condominiums. The board members are appointed by the governor, once again, just like the VREB. And now why do
1: you guys are members? Why do you need to know about the CIC board? Well. The CIC Board is tasked with enforcing a few parts of the POA Act, as I just said, things where people often ask, and even ask us on the hotline, if the POA doesn't do something required under the Act,
0: what happens? So first things first with property owner associations. The POA Act applies to associations which are granted authority under a recorded declaration. And according to Virginia law, a POA must be registered with the CICB within 30 days of the declaration being recorded. However, the Act still applies to a POA if it meets the requirements of a POA under the law, regardless of whether it registered with the CICB or not.
1: And now let's talk about how these associations are managed. Though they're not required to be, some associations are professionally managed. The CICB makes and enforces regulations with regards to those professional managers. They must be licensed and can be disciplined if they don't follow the regulations, up to having their license revoked by the CAC
0: Board. So uh, we sometimes get the question, what happens if an association does not deliver a packet that the seller requests? And who can do something about that? Well, the answer is ultimately the CICB. If the association does not deliver the required
1: association disclosure packet within the required 14 days of written request by the seller, the CIC board has the authority to assess monetary penalties.
0: But while that may happen, practically you still need to advise your client on what to do. And after 14 days with no packet after a written request for one, the law considers that packet to be unavailable. At that point, the seller should notify the buyer that the packet is unavailable and start the clock on the buyer's three-day right to terminate the contract. So keep that in mind.
1: The CICB is also tasked with drafting the form that accompanies disclosure packets and resale certificates for condos. The form is intended to summarize the unique characteristics of the community that could affect a buyer's decision to purchase the property, like Not painting your house fuchsia, maybe. Maybe. It should include certain things if they're applicable to the community, such as, but not limited to, the obligation to pay annual or regular fees to the association, the penalty for refusing to pay, information on restrictive covenants, any limitations on rental ability, limitations on parking certain vehicles or boats. If, however, there are any inconsistencies between the summary and the information included in the packet, the packet shall control.
0: It's important to note though that the CICB is not intended to interfere in the internal workings of an association except and unless they are violating the laws or regulations with regard to CICs. And at that point, the board may assess monetary penalties or present the association with a cease and desist order or order to take affirmative action, depending on what is appropriate.
1: Along with the CICB, there's a Common Interest Community Management Information Fund, which is intended to promote the improvement and efficient operation of common interest communities and a Common Interest Community Recovery Fund, which is intended to compensate claimants who claim losses associated with a common interest community. Some of the registration fees and assessments required by the board go to these funds.
0: Part of the improvement initiative includes the appointment of a Common Interest Community Ombudsman. This is a lawyer who helps members of the associations understand their rights by answering questions and providing information. This is a good resource if your clients have questions in advance about their obligations with regard to the POA Act or if they are buying in a development subject to the POA. You can find the Ombudsman's information on DEPOR's website in the consumer section. Let's take a brief break for our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA approved lender near you. Just visit VHDA.com. All right, Jessica, let's take it to the legal
1: hotline. Let's do it. All right, first question. An association has charged a fee for delivering a packet or an update to a
0: packet. Can they do this? They can, so long as the fee is appropriate and the association is registered with the CICB. The association is current in filing the most current annual report and is current in paying any fees due to the CICB. The Virginia State Code specifies what is reasonable with regard to the fee, which is dependent on a few factors, like whether the packet is prepared electronically or in paper form. Okay, Jessica. A client of mine has called and said that he has a complaint about his POA. Is there any general information I can give him about how to resolve it?
1: Well first of all, it's always a great sign when your clients keep you in mind even for things that aren't exactly specifically related to buying and selling properties. What you can tell him is that each association is required by law to have a way to resolve written complaints. If his association doesn't appear to have that or is unresponsive, point him to the CICB or the Ombudsman. You can find their information on DePor's website.
0: All right, let's talk about some ways that you can limit your risk. First, know about common interest communities generally and the purpose of the board and the ombudsman so that you can serve your clients and direct them to the right resources for their needs.
1: The owner of a property does have a requirement by law to disclose in the contract if the property is located within a development subject to the POA Act. Determine as soon as possible if this is or might be the case, so that your client can request the appropriate documents
0: to provide to prospective purchasers. Agents representing sellers calendar the date that the seller requests the packet from the association, and then 14 days later, so that you know when the packet might be deemed unavailable. At that point, notify the buyer of its unavailability to start their clock ticking.
1: Aviat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors' website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks. Bye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent
0: counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.